What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia, coming to you this Monday, last Monday of March, March 27th. Man, can't believe we're already getting to April. Uh, it feels, feels like this year has been flying by. Uh, we're talking LAFC, and here to help me talk LAFC, we got Justin Ruderman. Justin, how you doing? Doing well, man. Coming back after another LAFC win. Become customary at this point. You kind of expect them, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was an it was an interesting uh, let's say an interesting game. There's look, there's there's a lot there was a lot to get into in that game, but like also like there's a lot of footy going around. You know the the NWSL, uh, the well, we know the women's here in Angel City just kicked off yesterday. I think all of them kicked off yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, a good time to be to be uh to be a fan of soccer here in the United States. Let's talk about a little bit about that that all these things going on. Uh, MLS Apple TV deal. Get to watch a bunch of games. What What are your thoughts on so far the growth and everything we've we've been seeing this year? Yeah, I think I mean it was packed at that Angel City game last night. What twenty two thousand people out for a women's soccer game on a Sunday night? It's it's great to see. It really is. And the atmosphere was incredible. They they did lose, I think, two one, but it's okay. I mean, it's it's about that atmosphere growing. And um, I, you know, they were talking about in the, uh, in the post game. It's uh, it's not always about that that win. It's about bouncing back and and just growing that game uh, within within the women's game. And uh, yeah, Alyssa Thompson. I mean, what can you say about her? She's absolutely incredible. What a banger! Eighteen years old. She's still in high school and she scored an insane banger. I, I saw, I saw the highlight uh, on Twitter today. I, I don't really go to Angel City games. I'm just too busy covering everything we're we're doing here. Did you get a chance yeah. to go to the game? Or you just watched it? No, I wasn't. Through. I wasn't at the game. I I watched on TV, but yeah, I'm. It's, it's a lot to cover all of that. So, yeah, I just I'll, I'll just watch the highlights. I still have yet to gone to an Angel City uh, game. It looks it look it looked cool. I saw that they had the tifo. I had that they had the pink um, the pink pom poms. Yeah, look like no, that tifo the was incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I did go once last year, but it was uh it's always a great time there. So if if you if you like going to LAFC games, I would suggest trying out an Angel City game. Uh, similar atmosphere they do have, you know that North End uh, singing and and stuff. So it, it's it's a good time for sure. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I think that's that's on my goal this year. I didn't I didn't get to go to any last year. That's on my goal this year to go check out Angel mm-hmm. City game uh, and see the women's game. Especially if we got we got a, we got this youngster scoring these goals like this, man. I definitely can't miss out. Um, let's talk about this LAFC, uh, FC Dallas game. Uh, look, they got the win. That's obviously the, the, the positive. Uh, it was probably the ugliest game they've played. Uh, I would say, you know, how they struggled, um, even with FC Dallas down a man. Um, but let's start off first thing, uh, Timothy, Timothy Tillman, 30, what, three, three minutes into the game, he get, he gets a goal in, uh, to me, Timothy has been an exciting player. Uh, ever since we 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 got to see see him come off the bench, and now I think he's started uh, a few games in a row now. Um, mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed watching him play. I really enjoyed what he does in that midfield. Uh, to me, I think he's probably going to be the starter. I know Sifu is still on international duty, but it looks like to me he, he at least for me uh, he he is starting over over Sifu. Uh, what were your thoughts on Tim- Timothy and what, what you saw in this game? Yeah. Uh, he, he's really impressed hit the ground running absolutely and uh, it's a testament not only to his ability to uh, you know play very well and understand the system but also lfc scouting department in understanding that he is the perfect profile eight mm-hmm. for the system uh, and he he's fit it seamlessly 
as far as the goal last night, LAC were all over Dallas in the first 15 minutes with their high press. Dallas were, I mean, just couldn't get out, completely suffocated by LAFC. Uh, Ryan Hollingshead should have scored in that first minute, I think. I don't know how he missed that, honestly. And then Tillman, very similarly to his goal against New England, uh, it's just he picked it up. He's there on the press, uh, and he's in the right place at the right time, picks the ball up, and uh, a good finish. Yeah. And to me, some of the things that, that we see from him from obviously from a player that just coming into the team, he it seems like he's been like he is so comfortable there in the midfield. Look, I know it's just early on, but a couple of games, it looks like he was playing with LAFC last year. That's how comfortable he looks right there in that midfield and what he's able to do. And it just it's re- just really incredible to see. And, you know, I, I think there were some questions on the depth of LAFC mm-hmm. in the midfield because we didn't know. Uh, we weren't we weren't familiar, obviously, with Timothy Tillman and what he can do. But now that we see this, uh, what we're seeing there with Ilya, um, obviously, Kellen Acasa and Timothy, it, it look it's looking more versatile. It's looking obviously more more deep. And it, to me, like I said, it, it's looking like Sifu is going to be coming off the bench. Um, but I, but I think also this this is good competition. Whether say let's whether say it's Sifu or Kellen or whoever, right? You want you want to have players like Timothy come into the team. You want to have players like that Buke, Stipe, come come into the team. They're going to compete for the starting roles, and that that's what makes this team so good and what they're able to do because it doesn't matter who you are, where you're on this position, maybe outside of Carlos Vela, but everybody essentially is competing for that starting role, and that, I think that's what great teams have, and that's what great teams do is you have everybody competing, and every everybody pushes each other because, hey, look – no one wants to come off the bench, right? But someone's going to have to come off the bench. And it's those guys that consistently put in the work week in and week out. I think you've absolutely nailed it there. I mean, I, there's a little bit of talk about just the sheer numbers in, in depth at LAFC. And I think, you know, we're going to see a couple more coming in for those sheer numbers. But as far as the quality of depth at LAFC, better than last year. I mean, you're looking at each line. Talking about the front line, you have four players fighting for three starting positions. The midfield, you have four players fighting for three starting positions. Fullback, you have three for two positions. Center back, you have three starters for two positions. Goalkeeper, you have two or three starters, right? Every single place, you have somebody who would be starting on another team in this league that is having to sit on the bench because of the quality in this team. Yeah, no, and, and that's impressive and, and how they're doing it. Let, let's talk a little bit about this this game. Um how they struggled, uh, I think uh, FC Dallas was in the 30-something, what, 35th minute. They got that red card. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I thought LFC was going to put this team away as soon as they got that, that, they got that red card. Uh, they struggled uh, a little bit to put them away. And obviously, we know in the second half, FC Dallas got the, was able to get to tie the game. Uh, I believe it was like in the 70-something minute, 80th minute, mm-hmm. late, later, later in the game. Um, in the second half, FC Dallas did look like the better team for for majority of, of that half. Obviously, until we we found until Danny Bonga came in. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, obviously, LAFC you know struggled to to put these guys away, but obviously ultimately came up with the win. Were you surprised by 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 their struggles even being up a man? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think that. Well, I think first you have to give FC Dallas some, some credit here because they really did struggle in that first 15 minutes. 
did not have any answers for LAC's press. And then they figured out how to play through. I think Velasco was dropping a little bit deeper, getting more involved. They were able to then push their fullbacks a little bit higher. And I think it was really a battle of fullbacks in those first 35 minutes until the red card, right? And then it was fullback on fullback for that red card with Tumasi just elbowing Palencia in the face. I don't think you know he did that on purpose, but flailing elbow, you're going to get sent off for that. Uh, and, and then it just became FC Dallas decided they have to, uh, you know, sit in a four-four-one low block and, and try and defend it out, and it worked, uh, as you say, until they were able to get that uh, goal to to equalize. But you just have to give credit when a team is able to sit that deep uh, for such a long time. I mean, the second half, I, I was just complete defense from FC Dallas, completely sitting in their own half, very little. Uh, play in LAC's half and that's what you do expect with 10 men but you also expect LAC to then be able to break them down find those gaps open up the passing lanes and I don't think that LAC did a a great job of that I think it was a little bit sloppy in certain areas uh, and I just don't think they found the windows that they were looking for yeah no they they, they definitely made it tough on them uh, on FC Dallas um also, one headline coming into this game, um, which I thought was very, very interesting. Sebastian Legit didn't play in this game, obviously, due, due to personal reasons. I think any, if anybody is aware uh, what happened, what was going on, I, I saw it on TikTok and everything. And I think he's come out um, today. I think he, he put something on Instagram. Uh, it's weird now that, like, um, the reason I bring it up because it's it's a weird time now that MLS is growing and things like this happen in the day in social media and everything like that. Um, I was very surprised that he wasn't on the team uh, roster in identify with the team. Obviously, you know when stuff ha- when personal things happen. Um, I didn't think it was you know when when stuff came out about him and Becky G or whatever. I didn't think it was that serious. It was that. Um, you know, there's sometimes there are rumors and stuff like that, but him not playing, what was it, Saturday night? I was like, oh, this is probably real then. You know, because you never know what happens on social media, what gets the room. The room email is pretty strong on social media, let's put it that mm-hmm. way. But when a player doesn't play or, you know, come up, then, then it gets you going like, oh, maybe this is true. Do you, anything like that crossed your mind? Obviously, now he, he posted I'm, something on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, it obviously is true. I don't know what the extent is. His his post was probably the most vague apology post I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what he was. I really don't know what he was trying to say. Um, yeah. So I don't know what happened. But it's, something happened, uh, obviously. And yeah, I don't know what. I don't. I don't know how you fumble that bag if you're if you're Sebastian Legette. But other than that, I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, it was it was very interesting. Um, look, it's a, it, 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 I was I like the, the biggest thing to me is like his apology. I, someone posted it on Twitter, um, and I'm you know, and it's it's just he said something around here. Let me just pull this up. He said something. Yeah, he just said like, "Oh, I never even met them. It was an extortion or something." An extortion. And, I'm, and like, and then he blamed like his mental health or something, which is okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, We'll pull it. We're pulling it up here. Um, uh, he says, as an athlete, I'll just go through a little bit. He says, as an athlete, I've always tried. This was today, to today, Monday morning on March twenty seventh. Comment section removed, uh, or he did not allow no comments allowed on this post. He said, as an athlete, I've always tried to hold myself to higher standard, recognizing the blessing and privileges in my career. When I reflect over the past seven years of my life, I know in my heart I couldn't have achieved a lot of my personal professional growth. I know. 
let alone navigate the challenges in my life without the support of Becky by my side. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to go skim through. He says, over the last several weeks, during a moment I reg regret deeply, a 10-minute lapse in judgment resulted in an extortion plot. Since, since this person did not get what they wanted, it has now become a public social media spectacle, spectacle filled with more lies than any true, any true and false post aim at the love of my life, the person who I should never take for, take, take for granted or put at risk. While this anonymous internet <laughs> stalker, who I never met, unlike they claim, had an ultimate goal that was not clear for me, it has been a wake-up call, the loudest alarm of my life. I can't keep running from demons. I know that any actions made that put us here should have never happened, begin with pushing right up to the very boundaries of lines that should never be crossed only hurts me and the people I love most. Okay, that's all I'm going to read. Um, so he's being extorted, according to him. Um, he's never met this person. So it, to me, just reading that paragraph, it seems like he had like messages with them via instagram i think that was that's the, the stuff that was came came out online um what can you do in 10 minutes via instagram dm like, yeah that that the, the 10 minutes i'm confused about like it's just so vague I, I don't read into something did, did, like yeah why well, i don't know why he's put trying to the do 10 minutes why why put the he, 10 he's minutes? trying to throw he's trying to like he's trying to word it in a way that makes him seem innocent um or, or that he's not, or less to well, blame, trying this. to give this himself. Is a, this is a publicist. But, yeah, yeah, but right, of course. But okay, whoever wrote it is trying to frame him in this way. Obviously. Uh, of, yeah. You know, and I don't think they did a very good job. I think it's just, it, it just makes it seem like you're trying to cover up whatever actually happened. Yeah, he's like dancing. Uh, he's like, I apologize. He's just, like, yeah, just don't put it out in the first place. If you want to yeah, keep it private, keep it private. That's fine with me. But to put out a, a weird note like this where it just make you have more questions than answers after this, then yeah, I, I just don't see the point of that. Yeah, it, it, to me, the, the weird thing is just like this post. Uh, he he he's coming across like he's dancing back and forth like 10 minutes okay why even say it was 10 minutes right like or anything like that and to me it's just like it's it's to dance around they're like oh i've never i should have been like look i never met this person they're extorting me and this is what's going on i'm not gonna let blah blah but you know it, it just it just leaves it open-ended and very vague and i think it, it he the person or whoever his team whatever um look i i had no pr background or anything like that but it just seems to me it's very clear if they're extorting you say they're extorting you and this is what happens i'm not going to give in to this person they're extorting me this is what they want unfortunately they made things public yeah i had some conversations but that was it that was to the extent of it you know but it, it to me the saying the 10 minutes is like did you sleep with them for 10 minutes did you message him for 10 minutes it's like it's so vague that you like don't know, and I, I just don't think that needed to be added. I don't know. That that's just my thoughts. But I I found I just found this whole thing interesting, and that's why I bring it up because I was like, yeah, it got to the point that he was not available this Saturday against LAFC, and I was like, okay, this is definitely true. Or now we know some things are true, some things are not. I I saw a TikTok. I don't recall everything that was on that was on the TikTok uh, that he was being accused about. But look, anytime someone is extorted. That, I mean, look, I don't know what it is to be a celebrity or anything like that, but that, I mean, that definitely has not, I definitely, look, if it's an inner stalker or something like that, it's unfortunate for, for, for Becky, it's unfortunate for, 
look for for Sebastian Legette if they are being you know this individuals attacking them for whatever reason, um, trying to extort them. I, I don't think that's cool. But look, it's it's just the day and age that we live in, and it's unfortunate for them. And you know, and a lot of people like like Justin was saying, fumbling the bag. So it looks like Justin's gonna be is gonna be right there. If things don't work out, he'll be the first man up for Becky G. No, all I know is that it, he didn't hurt FC Dallas on the pitch by missing that game. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say, I, I maybe maybe with him, I don't know, I don't know. Would it would have been different? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I just I just thought it was interesting. Probably the juiciest thing we've had in MLS in a while, I guess we would you could say. Uh, you know, when it comes to things like this, yeah, we we had a lot of U.S. men's national team drama. I'm a little bit true. over the drama at this point. That's true. Well, yeah, I me me being me being a Mexico fan, I kind of enjoyed it uh, seeing seeing <laughs> seeing uh, Gio Reyna's parents fight for fight over. You can, you, you can uh, thank Tata for Zendayas for me then. Oh, Jesus, Tata! And look, Mexico tied yesterday to uh, Jamaica, two two, uh, and like. We got our own problems. We got our own problems. I, I know they're they're testing out. There's no way we should we should have tied. It, it felt like a loss. If I'm being honest, a two-two against Jamaica. Look, Jamaica had a banger. They had a banger. Mm-hmm. That, that that second goal was. They got was some good players, banger. you know, Jamaica. But... Yeah, but at home, Stadio Azteca. Yeah, no, yeah. There were certain players that should have been playing. Game. You know, you got to win that game. But look, it is what it is. Nations League and. Uh, does is Mex who does Mexico play next? I, I mean, is it, is it the U.S. where they're going to play in the semifinals or something like that? Mm, I don't know about Mexico. U.S. play today. They play U.S. Today. play El Salvador today. Let's see the Nations League because so Nations League. What's this tournament for? If you win this tournament, uh, it's for Gold Cup qualification. Okay, basically. So like. It's kind of a qualifier, but obviously there's a trophy and people care. So, yeah, because I remember last year, I think Zen the finals going to be in Vegas at Allegiant, so it's going to be pretty cool. Might try and make it out there. We'll see. When is the final? Uh, It's in June, I want to say, because it's not it's not this camp; it's the next camp, so it should be Hmm. like it's it's like right before the Gold Cup starts. I think. I think I did see that. I think I did see that. Uh, the final June 18th. Yeah. June 18th. Third place is June 18th. Because then, yeah, so both squads should have full teams because they're bringing them for the Gold Cup. So then they're just going to, they'll, they'll already have them ready for the Nations League final. So it should be, you know, first team versus first team or, is, or cl- relatively close to that. Okay. Look, I, I got us off the track with that whole the Sebastian Legette thing. I apologize. <laughs> let- <laughs> I just it just came up on my feet and I was like, oh, <laughs> I know. Gio always got to talk about the drama. We know, <laughs> bro. There's barely any drama in, in MLS, and this is the juiciest thing that's ha- happened. And I rarely ever talk about this, but I, I just figured it. There, would, there's drama going on in Toronto. You can always go talk about that. Yeah, but that look, the LAFC too FC far away. Dallas, that's too far away. It's too too far you. away. This was hey, just Bob. Crazy. Bob's an LAFC connection. It is, but, but I Toronto is not that good of a team. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in, in Toronto, what they're doing. Right. I, I I told you this Saturday. I know. I know. I know. We'll I don't. See. I don't believe. I don't believe they're a real threat. Uh, when it comes to winning the MLS Cup, that as yeah. that's just my thought. I I don't. I don't. No, think I got they're... you. I just 
I just feel like with that team, you got to be able to turn it around. Like you can't be that bad with those players, but maybe they can. Yeah, be. and then there's also, we'll then there's also like I saw like there's like a rumor Lorenzo and Zigne wants out or whatever. I just saw something on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sure he's not fully happy, but I doubt he wants out yet. And Fourteen, sure 14 million dollars. Yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's in the middle there. I'm sure he's in that gray area of like he's probably not have. He probably is not enjoying it as much as he thought he would. But, but he's probably. I'm sure he's passion. gonna. Yeah. Okay, let's let's talk about Danny Buanga because yeah. we we got sidetracked. Danny Buanga, what a player! Uh, uh, amazing. Um, came up big. Uh, an impressive, an impressive game. Um, Justin, you you had a, a tweet. Let me see if I can pull this up. You had an amazing tweet. I think it went pretty viral. Um. Yeah, I mean, he just the timing of how he landed at LAX at what five twenty-seven p.m. Uh, he didn't get to the stadium until basically an hour later, and you know, four hours after landing at LA, less than four hours after landing at LAX, here he is on the pitch scoring an eighty-fourth minute winner for LAFC. It's it's ridiculous, really, when you think about that. He was less than twenty-four hours ago in Gabon. And now he's back in LA scoring a goal for LAFC. That that's how much he cares about this club. And I really think that that's what it says because a player doing this, you know, it's about him wanting to be there. That's all it is. You know, every player um, would understand that it's a lot for to ask him. He played Thursday, a full ninety minutes to ask him to play basically forty eight hours later. It is just ridiculous to me. I, I never expected him to get on the pitch there. And when he came on, um, you know, I thought, I hope he doesn't get injured here because there, you just don't want him playing that much. It's it's not great for the fitness. But here he is doing this type of thing. And and Steve said it in, in the postgame presser as well. It just shows his love for this club, wanting to get back. It was his desire. They have two games. Gabon has two games. He's skipping the second game. He wants to get back, make sure he didn't miss a game for LAFC. Look, that's amazing when you have the, the this this love and appreciation for your club. And I think he also feels the love from, from the fans and everything. Um and I don't know if Gabon if they're if they're competing for something like I know the Euros are going on. I don't yeah, know if yeah. something going it's on in Afcon Afcon uh, qualification. Africa. Okay, yeah. Africa qualifications. Um look, he, he's a he's an amazing player. I think we all saw that last year. Um Obviously, we saw, we saw his capability and everything. To me, I expected for him to have a breakout year, um, and this just this is a, just a testament of, of what Denny Bong has has been doing. Look, if we go through your, your, your timeline, you said it took a thirteen hour flight to Turkey, landed at five twenty seven in LA, arrived at the stadium at six forty six. The, the game started at seven thirty, scored in the eighty fourth minute. Um, dude, dude is a just exciting player to me, and I loved everything what he did. He also had that that, that filthy step over uh on fc dallas um and it just and it goes to me it goes to show that look he is a superstar in my eyes he's a superstar in this league right? he's mm-hmm. he's probably gonna he's probably if he stays healthy and he's able to go through probably gonna potentially win the golden boot let's just put him up there he's in the conversation for sure in the golden boot congo have uh, champions league um you know so many different things and without him they they weren't gonna, they didn't win they weren't gonna win this game carlos vela ended up missing a pk uh, overall, LFC just did not have a good game. He what, played about 20-something minutes, uh, came up clutch, and it just shows what he's doing for LFC. When you met, to your point, how much he cares about this club, uh, you know, to be here and stuff, and, and just prioritizing the club 
and his 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 aspirations to you know help this team win another a trophy. I think it's exciting when you have someone that's that committed uh, to the team and is that talented and, and could be the difference maker. Uh, and uh, all those things go online. It just it goes to show where he, where he, where he's at and you know what he wants to achieve this season. And, and you want players like that that are going to do things like this because when you see a player like Denny Buanga doing that, obviously that tells everybody else like, well, if he's doing that, why why shouldn't I be doing it? Why should I run this extra sprint in practice? Or why shouldn't you know run back on defense or whatever whatever's going on in the transition plays and everything like that? And I think. Things like that elevate this team, and you have players like that in great teams. And right now, LAFC is a very, very solid team. Yeah, no, you've you've nailed it once again. I mean, it's just it's you you see players who care that much, and then you see players who are extremely talented, like Carlos Vela, that maybe don't care as much. You combine those two into a player like Denny Boanga, That's how you get a player that's going to go. And so win you don't you don't think Carlos Vela cares? No, I think he cares. I just don't think bas- soccer is not his favorite sport. He likes basketball more. <laughs> don't don't do this. <laughs> no, I mean it's just honest. I, I it's yeah. not that he's it's not that he doesn't care about LAFC. He very much cares about LAFC. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just think that he's he's not going to fly back and and make sure that he's on four hours rest playing on the pitch for LAFC scoring winner because okay. he doesn't think that that's the best thing for his body. That's better. That's him. better said than the basketball thing point. Uh, okay. That's, that's just better. I, I, yeah. <laughs> but, but my point is, is that I, I can put Lorenzo Insigne in the same category. They're extremely talented players that maybe they're not going to have the same mentality coming into MLS that Denny Bowanga has, mm-hmm. which is I'm going to dominate this league. I'm going to be the MVP. Golden Boot. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people who might score outscore him. MVP though. I think, I think he's he's going to be in their conversation. And right now, I think he's the player that I would pick because Almada's the 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 leader. But Almada might be gone this summer. Like I don't yeah. see I don't see how Atlanta even hold on to him. Uh, Jordan Morris. No way he's keeping up this form that he's in. Um, uh, it's great form for him, but no way he's Scoring keeping that four up. Goals in SKC, that's crazy. He scored four goals and four shots. I mean, that's yeah. that's incredible, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Denny Bolonga has to be the favorite for MVP if if Almada uh, leaves. Yeah, you solid point uh, on the MVP thing. Yeah, I, I, I would put him on the MVP, MVP as well, alongside. Okay, let's, let's look ahead. Um, let's look ahead because the next game, uh, April first, they go they travel to Colorado. Then April 5th, uh, they travel to Vancouver for cha- Champions League. That's a Wednesday. And then Saturday, they back Saturday, April 8th, they're back at the Bank of California Stadium. And then April 11th, they got they got Vancouver at home for CONCACAF Champions League. And then April 16th, LAFC versus LA Galaxy, first year traffic. And that's I believe that's a dignity, that's a dignity health sports yeah. park. Busy, busy month of April. Um, very busy very busy a lot of big games um a lot of big games obviously the champions league i would i would have said austin but they they are struggling bad um pretty bad um two big two big games over vancouver the austin game that I, look these teams don't like each other let's just put it that way lafc and austin don't don't like each other going to, back to last season and LAFC versus LA Galaxy is not. There's nothing need to be said for that. Um, what are you? What are your thoughts on this busy month for, for LAFC when, when, with, with these opponents? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, it's we just got through a patch of what five games in fifteen days. Now it's going to be five and sixteen or eighteen, something like that, um, coming up. So it's another patch of a lot of games that you got to play very quickly. And uh, LAC are going to need their depth. So hopefully everybody can stay healthy through this patch because uh, it's going to be a tough one. Where you know at least you have a couple teams that are struggling right now in Colorado and Austin where maybe you give a little rotation in that MLS and you focus on those Vancouver games because Champions League is obviously priority number 1 at the moment um but at the same time right it's probably going to be cold in Colorado then you go play on turf in Vancouver then you do get to come home after that but it's not easy to to play these games and then of course after those couple home games you have the first El Trafico of the season away which is you know as difficult of an environment as you play in outside of the champions league so yeah it's going to be a tough stretch um but i do think that lfc could come out of this really strong uh i think that you're playing you're playing three teams in mls that aren't in the best form right now uh you know galaxy might be in better form by the time you you get them uh, at dignity and el trafico i don't think really matters what form teams come into it with um but, but as far as, you know, I think you focus on that Champions League, you can win it. And I still think that you should be able to, you know, get results from Colorado and Austin uh, in the meantime with that rotation. So uh, I think the, the teams maybe help out a little bit with the difficulty of having that many games. Yeah. No, no, you 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 make a solid point there. They could they could have very, very positive. And look, LFC is rolling. Even... even... We're having such a bad game. The probably the worst game we've just seen earlier this season. They still got the win. They still find a way to exactly. get that victory. And I think that it just goes to show on how they are and what they're trying to achieve. And I really like it. I'm looking forward to how they handle this uh, month of April because it's it's a very stacked uh, month of April. What they got going on. Um, look, I think we, I think we pretty much covered everything, uh, Justin. Uh, any 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 final words before we let you go here? I mean, I just think it's uh, we we gotta keep an eye on how well LAFC can do during this this stretch here because if LAFC can come out of this with you know three, four, five wins, that would be really a statement to say that they're not. It doesn't matter how many competitions that there is this season; they're just gonna keep winning. And I think that that's something that we don't necessarily see that much in MLS, where it's it's a team that can just you expect to go out and win because of the parity. We see so many upsets week in and week out, where you just you're like, well, what happened in that game? Why do we see that four nil result of a team that we never would have expected, right? Um, but LFC, we don't we don't get those, as you say, not the best performance. Obviously, they were up a man, but still find a way to win. And if you can do that over the next five. It's going to really make a statement, I think. Yeah. And look, uh, just quickly going over here, they got what, four? Uh, they got seven games in the, in the month of April. Seven games, obviously. Those That's including the the CONCACAF Champions League. Seven games. It's, it's going to be a very tight, yeah. If you can have a very successful, obviously, you, CONCACAF games you want to win because you it's the knock, knockout stages. You want to win and move on. But seven seven games. Two two games are very important. All the other games, and if you have a successful month of April, I think the more success that they have as they win in in Concacaf Champions League, right? Uh, they got to win those games first. But if you can also have a regular, have a solid regular season as well, is going to set them up for later in the year 
uh, because getting those crucial points early on really helps you down down the road. Um, and right now they're not really dropping any of those points, even with uh, their their bad performance here. Yeah, but look, guys, unprecedented, yeah. unprecedented in MLS. Yeah. Really, I mean, when when teams focus on CCL, they don't do well in MLS. So for LFC to be doing that, and if they can keep that up, really is something to focus on. Yeah, they're they're definitely setting the setting the standard. Uh, hi for the, for the rest of the clubs and yeah I'm, I think we're both excited to see how they manage that and what they're able to do uh, but guys that's gonna that's gonna wrap things up for the, for for LAFC and the segment and everything Justin brother I appreciate you for hopping on and everything man covered a lot today uh, and it, it was exciting it's always good to see you I uh, appreciate you for hopping on but guys we'll catch you guys next time bye everybody.